This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Coffin. Today, I am blessed and honored to have my beautiful niece, Ombrielle Smith, with me via the phone. Ombrielle graduated from the University of Houston downtown, and she currently works as a primary years program coordinator at Houston ISD. In addition to being an educator, Ombrielle is a budding entrepreneur. She owns and operates Onyx Pearl Designs, and she and her husband, Sean, live in Houston, Texas with their two children. So welcome to the studio, Ombrielle. I'm looking forward to talking to you about mommy stuff. I am so excited to be with you, uh, be speaking with you today and, and sharing some of my information. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Well, let's get right to it because I have a lot of stuff I want to pick your brain about. First, um, can you tell our audience a little bit more about your family and about what you do at work on a day-to-day basis? Sure, sure, sure. I am a wife of uh, four years, and I have two littles, a two-year-old and a 10-month-old, and um, Creed and Nova, and they are the highlights (laughs) of of our day. And um, in addition to being a mommy and a wife, I am a working woman. I work a full-time job Mm -hmm. in Houston ISD. I'm a, a primary years primary years program mm-hmm. coordinator mm-hmm. uh for the ib international baccalaureate program mm-hmm. um in addition to that i'm also in school getting my master's degree oh wow um yeah. i did not know and that I, <laughs> oh, yes wow. yes I'm, I'm doing it all oh and you I are also, <laughs> and i also um own and operate a um couture mm-hmm. or uh mm-hmm unique design business where I curate shirts for clothing items, personal clothing items. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So you are a busy, busy lady. Wow. That's, uh, I'm tired just thinking about it. Wow. Wow. But you, but, but the thing about it is you are in good company because I talk to a lot of women and a lot of women are doing what you're doing. Um, so that's one of the reasons why I wanted to, um, talk about this issue because I know, um, the struggle is real. So um, with that yes. in mind, with all of that in mind, there are a lot of new moms out there who are trying to juggle full-time work, going back to school, and the responsibility of taking care of little ones, um, just like you. So um, I'd like to talk about some things women can do to better navigate that process. What are some things that a mom of a new little one can do or have, stock up on, before the big day of going back to work? You. Um, let's set up the scenario. You've been out on maternity leave. Now it's time to go back. What are some things um, that they can do before they go back to work or stock up on before they go back to work? And what are some must-have products that you used? The biggest thing I can say you can stock up on, and I'm sure any mom, grandmother mm-hmm. would suggest, is diapers. Diapers, wow. diapers, diapers. Wow. Um, for my first baby, I was couponing at the time. I had a little more time then. Right. So I actually did not have to buy a, a pack of diapers for him until he was a year old. Oh, my. I had, I had diapers stacked and stacked and stacked. Wow. Um, and that helped me out a lot because you'd be surprised how quickly they go through diapers and wipes. Yeah, I remember. You're right. You're yes, right. yes, yes, yes. Wow. So, um, mm-hmm. 
In addition, I would probably say, um, depending on, the, you know, mm-hmm. how you're feeding your baby, if you're mm-hmm. breastfeeding, mm-hmm. pump as much milk as you can oh, wow. um, while you're out on leave. Wow. Um, yeah, pump and freeze. Wow, and and freeze Mm-hmm. And um, and if you're using formula, then mm-hmm. just buy as much as you can. Really? Um, so like, so so it's the basics. It sounds like it's the diapers and it's the milk. Diapers and the milk. Yeah. And it helps to have some clothes on mm-hmm. hand. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, especially sizes that they might need in the future. So, because it's like they grow overnight. Sometimes. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. So you yeah. Know? So you need the bigger sizes. Um, and for myself, I found it was a lot. Uh, it helped me out a lot to have some meals prepared. Is that right? Um, yes, I did some freezer meals with mm-hmm. the first go around, mm-hmm. and, and that helped me transition because I didn't have to worry about dinner as much. True, that makes sense. <laughs> mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, so now, um, all of us who've had children know that after you've had a baby, finding the right clothes to wear can be a bit of a nightmare. You don't want to make the mistake of wearing your own maternity clothes, but your pre-pregnancy clothes might not fit you anymore. So what suggestions can you give postpartum women for dressing comfortably, but yet fashionably? You know, I, I did two different. I did it two different ways. Mm-hmm. The first go around, I bought all maternity clothing. Okay. Um, and I realized that it was no longer. It, I couldn't use it anymore. Oh wow. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> after I had the baby, it was just it, some of the items were too big, right. or the, right. you know. Um, the second go around, what I did was purchase clothing, regular clothing, mm-hmm. and I just purchased a size bigger, yes. or I would purchase things that stretched. Wow. Um, I also did nursing. Yes. Uh, about nursing clothing because there's sometimes some give in that. Sure. sure. And I found that those items work best. Right. Uh, you lose quite a bit of weight, of weight after the baby, but you still don't lose it all. Right. So it helps to have some room and you don't want to be uncomfortable. All definitely. Day. This, definitely. You definitely don't want to be uncomfortable. So you just bought regular clothing, just a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. I bought the regular clothing a little bit bigger. And I did have a couple pair of maternity jeans. Yes. Because you can't really get out of those. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you That's need true. The you do need the. Re- now, was there any <laughs> was there any places in particular that you like to shop at? Any particular stores that you just said you must go to these kinds? And I and they may not have those stores everywhere, yeah. but were there any particular stores that you really uh, kind of um, went more toward? My favorites were Motherhood yeah. and Target. Oh, um, I knew you were going to say Target. <laughs> I, I, I am a Target girl. Yeah, I love Target. We, I, we love Target <laughs> around here, too. But Target was really good. Motherhood is um, mm. sometimes can be very pricey. Okay. Uh, Target is a little bit more you know, reasonable. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. That's great. And they've got some good options and really cute. I love that the maternity clothes, I feel like, are so much cuter than they were when I had my first babies. Um, which was about thirty, almost thirty-five years ago. So, really cute stuff now. Um, so, yeah, getting more, fa- more and more fashionable, and yeah. I have to say, you can. That's which helps because when you start to go back yeah. to work, you can use some of those features. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So great ideas. Now, look, childcare—that's a biggie. Finding reliable mm-hmm. childcare is a huge issue for most working parents, working moms, working dads. Um, so, um, and there are a lot of options out there. For, and you have to do what works for your family. Can you share a little bit about your child care choices and why you guys chose what you chose? Yes, Creed had really bad reflux. Mm. Um, 
So I needed someone that I knew would care for him as if it was yeah, me right. or a grandparent or, mm-hmm. you know, someone who truly right. would look out for him. Um, I didn't necessarily want to go the child care center route right. because of that. Not to down that, because, right. you know, we're, right. we're looking into those now as right. we've gotten older. But um, I did like the idea of an at-home daycare. Oh. I knew it would be less, you know, there would be fewer children mm-hmm. and he would get a bit more attention. Sure. Um, it just so happened that where he's in daycare now, all of the students uh, were teachers. Their parents were teachers oh, at my school. Okay. So, yeah. That's so cool. we were all one community, and it's still. Oh, yeah. Um, so she she knew us. She knew our schedule, and she's you know she's truly become part of the family. Calls her Nana. Wow, so, that's great. Now, do both children go there? Both children are there. That's both great. children are there. Mm-hmm. That's terrific. So you chose an in-home childcare as opposed to um, a traditional childcare center, uh, at least for the time being. Yes, and it was mainly because of the health reasons. Right. Like, you know. Right. So I'm, you have I'm, to look at. I guess each family needs to look at the specific needs of their child. Of their child, yes. Yeah. You need to look at those things. Yeah, um, Because it, it it will ultimately help drive you in the correct decision for your family. Right. Now, um, just a quick question about that. Um, It's been a long time since I've done anything like that. Does in-home child care, is that uh, cost more uh, versus um, like a child care center? Actually, no. It's... Not really? No, 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 no. When I looked at other facilities, we were looking at around... Mm -hmm. A thousand to twelve hundred. Oh month. wow! Okay. Yes, right, right. and she's actually half of that amount. Okay. Uh, so wow. it ended up cost. It saved us some some money, and yeah. you know we got that grandma feel. Oh, that's terrific! So it, I think it ends that's up working for us. Oh, I think that's and I think NBC because that dispelled the myth. I assumed that you were going to say it was more, so I'm glad I asked that question because I think people need to know all their options. Yes, it, it really helps. Yeah. And a tidbit, I don't, we're in the state of Texas, but when you go on, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's just like that every in yeah. every state because they have to have some type of licensing. Sure. You can go in and look okay. and, uh, and look at daycare facilities You can versus at-home daycares. Okay. And they give you information with incident reports. and So you can get an idea before you start to go out and, That's and great. look at different facilities. That's great. Mm-hmm. I'm so, that, it's so great that they have that resource online. I, that hasn't always been the case, but... Uh, it's a great resource for, for new parents to, to use. That's terrific. Um, so now, after returning to, from maternity leave, I think it's easy to go back to work thinking that you can do all the things you used to do before the baby was born. But with the responsibilities of a new baby or, or even more than one child, um, it'll be important to set additional boundaries. What kind of things did you have to say no to at work? And was that a, was that a difficult, was it, a problem for you it was not necessarily a problem it was a shift it was a shift for me mm-hmm. it was a shift for my team yeah. um my uh team members on at work right. um i had to stop volunteering as much oh, i yeah. was not able to stay after school as much mm-hmm. or um i would still make it a point to do you know some events but whereas i would usually go to every after school yeah. event, i couldn't do that anymore mm-hmm. um 
and that's natural, the natural course of, you sure. know, when you're starting a family, sure. your family starts to take a little bit more priority. Yeah. Now, um, I also had aspirations of advancing in my career, so I did take the time to speak with my um, principal mm-hmm. about my aspirations and in addition mm-hmm. getting some insight on how to juggle it all. Sure, um, and, sure. and, he, and he gave me some really good advice. That's great. Um, that's great. But I did make it a point to be clear with him about, mm-hmm. you know, my boundaries and sure. uh you know being there for my my then son at the time and right. being there now for my two uh, kids right and i think that you know women may be more so than men i don't know i'm i've never been a man but um yeah. you know i think we might fall into that trap more of over um what do you call extending ourselves and feeling kind of guilty about saying no and so i'm glad that mm-hmm. you spoke to that um, and that you, you know, and, 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 and have talked about and setting boundaries because I think you can easily burn yourself out if you don't. And you can. And I was beginning to get to that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's when I realized, you know, okay, let me just go ahead, talk with my principal and talk to my team. And, yeah. and, and it worked out better for us, actually, because we were all clear. And That's we had great. Understanding. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just continuing on that same vein, everything changes, as you know, when you have a baby. And with that being the case, what kinds of things, uh, and you discussed that a little bit, uh, but can we flesh that out a little bit more? What kinds of things did you discuss with your supervisor before returning back to work? Or did you have a conversation with your supervisor director before you came back to the, to the job? I didn't necessarily talk to um, him mm-hmm. when I, before mm-hmm. I returned. And right. the reason was I just didn't know. Right. I didn't know what to talk to him about. Sure. <laughs> it wasn't until I right. actually got into it right. when I, re- I realized, oh, okay, yeah. this is something I need to talk to him about. Wow. Um, I was breastfeeding, and mm-hmm. at the time I was teaching. Um, and you have a set schedule, yeah. and it's very difficult to deviate from yeah. that schedule. Yeah. Um, and I actually got to the point where my milk was starting to try to dry up. Oh, no. Yeah. So I had to have this awkward conversation. Yeah, uh, it's true. It is my legal right. That's right. That's right. (laughs) It is. It is. And I think that's a very important point. I didn't realize that until I was researching things for this interview and it is and I was reading um some of the new laws on the books about you have to allow a uh, you know a mom who's nursing to have time to pop and so you spoke to that just now so you you had that conversation with your boss you said I did I ended I did end up having to have the conversation and it was not a you know, in yeah. conversation, he was completely understanding. Yeah. He was like, yes, you need to. And right. he was just, to be honest with you, it was just a logistic issue. The person who was supposed to be relieving me thought they had to do something else. And yeah. once I talked to him, it was fine and it was cleared up. That's good. Um, but I would suggest speaking with someone, yeah. um, whoever you're comfortable with, yeah. Uh, with coming up with a, a concrete schedule of yeah. when you'll be pumping. That's, that's um, yeah. That that is the biggest thing I can say. Really. Uh, besides that, the other stuff came, you know, with not being able to volunteer as much. That was a much easier right. conversation, I'm and sure. he was completely understanding of that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Wow, but that is super important advice, like you said, to just talk about the fact that you you need you need time. You need some set times when you can break away and go to a private place to pump to pump mm-hmm. to breast pump uh, yes yeah that's 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 big and, and that women have that right I don't know whether everybody knows that and so I think it's good that you spoke to that 
And I, I didn't know until I was actually, wow. my partner teacher actually mentioned it to me. Wow. Because she was having to relieve me at some times. And yeah. she was like, you know, it's your legal right. And I I didn't know, and I don't think a lot of women know, but that, that is your legal right. Exactly. So take advantage of that. That's good. I'm glad you spoke to that. That's super important. Um, so now when you, um, before you returned to work, um, did you do any kind of a test dry run um, just to kind of see how things would feel and look once you got back into your full time, you know, got back to work? Did you just jump back into full time hours? How did that look for you? I just jumped back in, uh -huh. um, and my mom was suggesting that I try it. She mm -hmm. really did. She's like, take care, you know, take him to daycare for a week before. Oh. I couldn't let go. Oh, I my gosh. <laughs> I, I had to get all my snuggles in. Oh. Um, I would suggest it because that first day back was hard. Was it really? Oh, it was hard. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I, I remember when I, uh, for the time uh, when I went back to work when Anthony, my oldest, was my my firstborn, and I put him, he was in a daycare, and I, rem I must have called the daycare, oh, I don't know, six, eight times. They said, he's mm -hmm. fine. But uh, but I would I, I remember that um, being hard, so I, I can I can relate to that. I would definitely suggest at least one day, one or two days, yes. even if it's just you taking some time to yourself yes. because you, you, you will need that. Yeah. Um, you need some time to just adjust back because it's hard being with a baby constantly and then right. boom, you're right. back into the world dealing right. with adults and having adult conversation. It right. is a difference. It is. It is. <laughs> it feels completely different. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So culture shock a little bit, but so you would suggest you didn't do it, but you think it is a good idea. I do think it's a good idea. Wow, um, it, it would help. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it, it, make, it makes you a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, also, right, with the transition. With, yes. Yeah, that's yes. Right. Now, nobody thinks this is a this is something that we've all heard about, and nobody thinks that they're going to be the ones to forget the baby in the backseat of the car. But when you factor in sleep depri deprivation from being a new parent and feeling frantic with a more complicated schedule, sadly, it's not outside of the realm of possibility. So what are some things that you do, uh, or even maybe that your husband does, so that you all don't make this mistake? We do a couple of things. Mm -hmm. um, one one thing that I I do mm -hmm. um, is I have like a mental checklist. Yes. I always, as soon as I leave from the house and we're loading the car, I back out mm -hmm. and I look yes. in my rearview mirror. I look yes. and put an eye on both shots. Oh wow! Okay. Um, that may be a little bit over the top, but it puts me. But at no, ease. I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. And I drop them, give them their kisses, their daycare, and then before I leave, yeah. I do the same thing. Okay. It's just to, I understand yes. um, how that can happen because when you're exhausted, oh. exhaustion is a different. Oh, it is. Uh, you, you know, yeah. you're, you're forgetting simple things. Yes, so yeah. So it can happen, it yeah. No, it, it can definitely happen. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so now, are you normally the one responsible for taking the children? So here lately, Sean's been taking them mm -hmm. um, just because his schedule is changing at work. Okay. So he's having to leave, uh, come home a little later. Okay. Uh, but usually mm -hmm. it's me. Um, okay. Just just been the past couple of weeks where he's been having to do oh, it. Okay. But usually it is me. Oh, okay. When he does take them, yeah. I ask for a picture. Oh, wow. He drops them off. That's, so that's good. That's another little That's thing that wonderful. You can do. Great idea. And 
I get to see them one more, you know, right. my family sure. one more time sure. before uh, I go into work. And, you know, it's just a little broaden opportunity for us as well. And I know they're safe. And right, and, right, um, right, right, right. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now, um, We've talked about this, and I and so um, you know we can flesh it out a little bit more. Although I think we've covered it, but I think it's worth um, repeating about a lot of new mommies being breastfeeding mothers, um, and you have to be able to if you're a breastfeeding mom, you have to be able to pump uh, at work, um, and you shared a little bit about that. But I think um, maybe even talking a little bit more about how they have the right to go to their boss. And in your case, your boss was a male. And although the uh, conversation was a little awkward, women do have the right to ask for specific times um, to, you know, that, you know, to breastfeed. Now, the, um, but the other thing I would ask about that is, is there a place? I mean, did they make a place available? Where did you go to pump? So this is the thing. I'm yeah. in education. There yeah. aren't very many buildings. <laughs> there's there's very, a, a lot of space. Yeah. Um, she did offer me a space, and I wasn't as comfortable with that space. Yeah. So I chose to actually pump in a closet. Okay. I know that sounds strange. Right, but, but you didn't have all these options. No, I, di- I didn't have as many options as they're, you're mm. finding now, especially right. in corporate. Okay. Um, they're actually making pumping rooms. Oh they're my. building buildings to have the rooms. Wow. Um, one of my best friends, she, they, her, where she works, they have a room for okay. uh, pumping mothers. That's terrific. Wow. And they deck them mean. out and give, make them very comfortable so they can still, sometimes they still work, because you still want to work. Right, right. Um, you're still doing something. Sure, sure. So, that's true. That's true. That's true. So, um, but you didn't have that, so you just, I mean, you may do. I, I may do. Um, I just... The, that, that closet was more comfortable for me. Yeah. It wasn't a tiny closet. Okay. It was big enough. Okay. Yeah. It was big enough for me to get out in there and stretch out if need be. Sure. But it gave me, it locked, and yeah. I knew no one was coming in there. Right, and that was um, the other thing, yeah, because you need to have that privacy. Yes, and that's yeah. why I chose that space as opposed to the spaces they de- designate. Yeah. Um, but I will say, one of the, another thing that came up was, schedule you have to pump when you're yeah. at home and yeah. you're, you know you're breastfeeding your right. baby's breastfeeding every two hours right. sometimes every hour sure when they're at a stage where they're constantly you know right nursing yeah uh, nursing right so you have to kind of pay attention to that yeah. and how their your schedule reflects at work because yeah. if you go too long yeah then you end up yeah. you know, lowering Lord. your supply. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, right, right. Lord, right. Lord. Lord, oh, Lord. Lord. yeah, because I, I remember that being a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to pay attention to the schedule. Yes, you really have to pay close attention to that schedule. And I didn't, I wasn't able to pump right. um, as long as I would have liked to right. each baby simply for that reason. Right, it got right. to the point to where it was just, yeah, to be honest with you, it was too difficult. Yeah, it to, ended to, up being. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, I, it's so funny you should say, I had a conversation um, recently with um, a friend of mine who was talking about a new mommy who had come back to work. Um, it was an African-American friend. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. both... Um, all of the people involved were African-American women. Um, and she was on a team, this woman who had been out uh, and who had come back to work. And one of the team members, not my friend, but one of the team members uh, on her team, mm-hmm. on their team said that they felt it was an imposition. They felt that just because this woman chose to 
nurse her baby, why should the rest of the team have to pick up her slack when she goes to take her breaks? And I, I and this is a this is this is a slight segue or a slight rabbit trail. But do you think that um, um, that African American women? Um, I don't know whether we are as um, good as, as supporting each other or even in embracing the idea of breastfeeding in general. What are you, what's your thoughts on that? I'm just curious. I think that I received a lot of support on my campus and okay. I had, you know, all different ethnicities, mm -hmm. uh, but I did receive support. Good. I will say that sometimes it is taboo in our culture. Yes. Um, yes. And, and I, that's the cultural yeah, thing, but is. I do see that they're we're moving away from that trend. Do you think so? Um, I do think so, and one of the reasons I think that's happening is because we're a lot more comfortable speaking yeah. about yeah. these things. I think so. Um, it, you know, at one point it was taboo to even talk about breastfeeding. Yeah, it was something yeah. that you didn't, you don't have right. that conversation. Right, you don't. That's something don't. at home. Yeah, right. But one of the reasons why I'm I, I breastfed for. Um, mm -hmm six months right. and then five months with my second baby okay, wow. but the reason I got to yeah. you know to even that yes. length of time was because yes. I was able to talk with someone and right. talk to, to people right. and they kept encouraging me and those sure. people did it look like me sure, so sure. It, it helped me it helped to reassure me right. um so I think one of the things is we just need to be a lot, we need to talk more right, and, and right. take away the stigma of it sure um, sure 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 and for a person who thinks that it's the um mm. Uh, an issue or uh, what was the word that the your yeah. oh, the, uh, uh, that it was a um, yeah it was an imposition I mean she said that it was um, you know basically why should the rest of the team have to suffer and pick up the slack um, well, you're basically saying if it's an imposition it's an imposition for her to feed her child exactly so you have to think of it in a different way yeah, that is yeah. a normal yeah. way of feeding your child absolutely so. absolutely and that and I think that we as African Americans I don't know because I'm, I'm not saying I'm not seeing that same um, mentality among among um, our Anglo sisters uh, mm -hmm. I, I think there tends to be more of an issue with it, and but I'm but but I I think you may be right in saying that we as we um, the 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 more we talk about it, the more likely we are to embrace it, uh, mm -hmm. and so I'm I'm feeling more hopeful about that. So that's that's a good thing. Well, Umbrell, the time has gone so quickly, um, and I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to be a guest on the show. I think, I uh, know that the wisdom that you shared today is going to be a blessing for a lot of women out there, especially the ones who are, are new mommies trying to juggle working and, you know, family and all of that. Uh, to my listening audience, if you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Woman Radio Show page. For more information about upcoming podcasts and the Working Women Radio events, um, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page, become a friend, leave your comments, ask your questions, because we really do want to hear from you. Well, God bless, and we will see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show. Thanks for having me.